Today is Monday, August 16th, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis, your Weather Command forecast. First off, we've got those two warnings that are still in effect. The first is an air quality alert. This is for our entire listening area. It means that particulates have been trending upwards and that an exceedance of the 24-hour national ambient air quality standard has occurred or may occur in the near future. Currently, the air in Haver is unhealthy for sensitive groups, meaning active children and adults, and people with respiratory disease such as asthma should limit prolonged outdoor exertion. To check the latest air quality throughout the state, visit todaysair.mt.gov. Once again, this air quality alert remains in place until further notice. The second warning we have for you is a red flag warning. This is also throughout our listening area. It's in effect until midnight tonight due to hot temperatures, gusty winds, and low relative humidity, leading to critical fire weather conditions. Any new or existing fires could grow and spread rapidly in the dry and windy conditions. Conditions will moderate overnight, but critical fire weather conditions are expected during the day today. So once again, the air quality alert in place until further notice, and the red flag warning in place until midnight. For the rest of your Monday, windy and sunny with areas of smoke. Highs 90 to 95, north winds 20 to 30 miles an hour. Tonight, cooler and partly cloudy with haze in the evening. Then areas of smoke after midnight. Lows 55 to 60, north winds 20 to 30 miles an hour, gusting to around 35 miles an hour. Tuesday, breezy and not as warm with mostly cloudy skies. Haze and areas of smoke in the morning. Chance of rain in the morning, then rain in the afternoon. High 70 to 75, north winds 20 to 30 miles an hour. 90 percent chance of rain. Tuesday night, breezy and cooler with rain showers and a slight chance of thunderstorms. Lows around 45, north winds 20 to 30 miles an hour. Near 100 percent chance of rain. Wednesday, cooler and cloudy with rain likely in the morning, then a chance of rain in the afternoon. Highs 55 to 60. North winds 20 to 30 miles an hour. Chance of rain 70 percent. Wednesday night and Thursday, mostly cloudy, 20 percent chance of rain. Lows around 45. Highs around 65. Thursday night, mostly cloudy, 40 percent chance of rain. Lows 40 to 50. Friday and Friday night, mostly cloudy, 50% chance of rain, high 65 to 70, lows 45 to 50. Saturday and Saturday night, mostly cloudy, 40% chance of rain, highs around 65, lows 45 to 50. And Sunday, partly cloudy, 30% chance of rain, high 70 to 75. Fair season is beginning to wind down, but there's one more county fair in the area on the horizon, with the Shoto County Fair running from Thursday through Sunday in Fort Benton. Fair manager Shirley Embleton says this year's theme is Pullin' for the Fair, as truck and tractor pulls will be the main event at the Grandstands Arena on Friday and Saturday night. The United Truck Pullers Association is bringing a pulling event that it's a circuit event, so there'll be lots of trucks and um, place for locals to participate in it as well. The grandstand seating is brand new and was just installed last week. A couple of years ago, the bleachers on the north end of our grandstand area have been there for many years, collapsed, and so we had a fundraiser through the Shoto County Fair Foundation and raised enough money to get the new bleachers. Thursday night will feature pig wrestling, while the fair will conclude Sunday night with the Mayhem on the River Demolition Derby. Other events include the 4-H Fair, the Treasure State Truck Show, a comedy and magic show from Double Vision, and a trampoline bungee jump. For more information, visit chocofair.com. 
And a reminder from FWP that as part of the public comment process for the Fresno Reservoir Fisheries Management Plan, there will be an open house today here in Haver from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Best Western Plus Inn and Suites on the Hill, address 1425 Highway 2 Northwest. Staff will be available at the open house to discuss the plan and answer questions related to it. The public is encouraged to attend and submit comments on the plan, which was developed by FWP and a nine-member Citizens Advisory Committee. The draft plan can be found on the FWP website under the Conservation tab and will be available for review and comment through the end of the month. Comments can be made on the webpage or email to fwpfishcomments at mt.gov. Hard copies of the plan are available at the Glasgow and Haver FWP offices. Following a recommendation from an Economic Transformation, Stabilization, and Workforce Development Advisory Commission, Governor Greg Gianforte has announced the investment of up to $15 million towards 17 affordable housing projects. The projects had already received federal grants or low-income housing tax credits, but were in need of more funding due to the increases in the cost of materials and labor. Two of the projects are in Haver, and both are rehabilitations of existing family housing. One of the projects, the 60-unit Oakwood Apartments, is receiving $250,000 in gap funding. The other project, the 32-unit Highland Manor Apartments is receiving $832,000 in gap funding. Federal COVID relief funds are covering the gap funding. Several master gardeners on the High Line have been awarded mini-grants of up to $2,000 from the Montana State University Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Education Program. The Old Hayes Community Garden on the Fort Belknap Reservation was awarded a grant after creating a new garden on a plot that was donated by the Tribal Council. The Sagebrush Food Pantry Garden in Shelby was awarded a grant after master gardeners revitalized a garden space to use for produce donations. And the Fort Peck Reservation Donation Garden in Poplar was also awarded a grant. These grants can be used to purchase materials like seeds, fencing, and harvest supplies for food pantry donation gardens. Produce from the gardens will be distributed to local food banks and organizations that serve families with limited resources. No local counties provided COVID case updates over the weekend, so we'll move on to state news and start off with a look at the statewide COVID update from the State Department of Health. And in today's report, which includes the weekend, the state reported 473 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the cumulative total to 120,325 active case count, 2,742 active hospitalizations, 191, death toll 1,736. Counties with the most new cases today, Cascade 103, Yellowstone 59, Lewis and Clark 42, Flathead 34, Missoula 31, Gallatin and Butte Silverboat 24 each, Lake County 21. And looking at the vaccine dashboard from the state, total COVID-19 vaccine doses administered 916,964 with 451,558 Montanans fully immunized. That's 49% of the eligible population. The Richard Spring Fire in Rosebud County remained at just under 171,000 acres as of Monday morning with containment up to 65%. Mandatory evacuation orders for the towns of Lame Deer and Ashland were rescinded over the weekend due to progress suppressing the fire, which was started by a burning coal seam. Twelve secondary structures have been destroyed as a result of the fire. Highway 212 in the area is open to local traffic only. Highway 39 is open to limited travel. Critical fire weather conditions are expected to continue. The body of a man who went missing in the Yellowstone River has been recovered by a search and rescue team. Sweetgrass County officials say the body of Randall Crawford of Park City was recovered Friday morning by a search team. Crawford, 63, had last been seen attempting to retrieve a raft on the Yellowstone River near Reed Point without a life jacket on August 8th. Drowning has been ruled as the cause of death. 
The Montana Standard reports that an investigation is underway after one Butte man allegedly killed another Butte man during an altercation Saturday night. Butte Silverbow County Sheriff Ed Lester says officers were dispatched to the intersection of Emmett and Park Streets just before 6 p.m. and found a 58-year-old man unresponsive. The victim was pronounced dead at a local hospital, with the cause of death believed to be blunt force trauma. The suspect, who is also 58 years old, has been detained. The victim's body is being taken to the Montana State Crime Lab for an autopsy. The Flathead Beacon reports the body of a missing kayaker has been recovered from Flathead Lake. Lake County Sheriff Don Bell says the body of 29-year-old Flathead County resident Nicholas Lockwood was found Thursday by a dive team near West Shore State Park. Lockwood was reported missing two days prior to the recovery of his body, which will be sent to the Montana State Forensic Lab for investigation. Reports suggest Lockwood was kayaking with a friend without a life jacket. Large waves flipped the boat, and Lockwood was unable to make his way to the shore. And now taking a look at wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel for Hill County winter wheat $6.99, spring wheat $8.83. Blaine County winter wheat $6.89, spring wheat $8.78. Liberty County winter wheat $7.04, spring wheat $8.83. Shoto County winter wheat $6.99, spring wheat $8.83. And Phillips County winter wheat $6.84, spring wheat $8.73. And that does it for your Monday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Monday, stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.